0: What's up everyone my name is justin odisho and in this episode of the podcast i got a chance to sit down with filmmaker fellow creative young hustler gabriel desanti and we talked about his journey on how he's been slowly trying to transition from like freelance work finding new opportunities working with other awesome filmmakers like dan mace you guys don't want to miss this one. he tells an awesome story about getting arrested and getting out the next day and just some crazy opportunities happening. So let's get into it. Tell the people a little bit about who you are if they're not familiar with
1: you. Sure. Um, So I'm Gabe DeSanti. I am a filmmaker and photographer from the New York City area. I I live in Connecticut. where I was born and raised. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just following my passion through photography and film. Yeah. So do you you say like from the New York City area, but how? (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah. wouldn't you say you're from connecticut i so the reason i say i'm from new or from the new york area is because i like live so close to new york that i'm always working in new york yeah and when i like travel around the world no one ever knows where connecticut is
0: exactly where is it like by the way
1: so it's north of new york it's north of new york city Yeah. yeah all those
0: little small states in the east coast they'd like just get jumbled up <laughs> they head. do i'm
1: like there's new york that's how i feel about rhode island yeah that's how i feel about central america I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. all just there
0: i tell this story <laughs> to everyone i see with uh like my uber driver had a california tattoo on him yeah. i forgot what the word for that is but uh there's you'll never see someone get a tattoo of like wyoming or something <laughs> like a square state like, yeah i'm from michigan so you have the thumb yep. cali new york is kind of maybe you got the five boroughs
1: maybe but i never seen a five borough tattoo
0: you have some tattoos actually i do i have three i tattoos? didn't ask you about that at lunch but no care so. to give us like a tattoo tour have sure. you seen those videos on youtube no i haven't they're actually really popular huh. like uh i think they're called like my tattoos or like what my tattoos mean to me or GQ magazine has a whole series where they like bring in rappers or artists and have them do like a tattoo tour.
1: That's cool. But they have like, they must have hundreds like, yeah. So of them
0: have their whole like Wiz Khalifa.
1: Huge, right? Yeah. yours basically just like, just what you see. There's three of them. Yeah. Can you, uh, the first one that's on my, on my arm that takes up like my whole forearm, it says, when was the last time you did something for the first time? That's
0: a Drake lyric. Is it? is it? Maybe. Maybe Drake so. just said the lyric of the quote.
1: I think it's a quote. I forget who said it, it but is. that'd be crazy. Should I just Drake? What does Drake? that mean to you? Um, so <laughs> I got quote Drake. <laughs> quote Drake. Um, so I got this when I was in Vienna, Austria, and it was just a reminder to myself to always do something new, um, no matter like what situation you're in, and like no matter how comfortable you are, to always just try to do something new every day, and. Like when I first heard the quote, I was obsessed with it. I made it my phone screen background, my computer background. Like I just wanted to see it every single day to remind myself to always do something new. And then I thought like the irony was cool. Like, oh, let me get my first tattoo yeah. of like when was the last time you did something for the first time. That's and crazy. I thought it was perfect. So that yeah. was my first tattoo. Um, that was last year. Uh huh. I
0: got it. Yeah, it looks pretty fresh.
1: Yeah, it was cool. It hurt. I figure, like, right there where all the veins are. Down here near my wrist was, like, ooh. But and it, as I went up, my arm it hurt less. And yeah. I heard yeah. the elbow was really painful. Oof. Can't even imagine. And then uh, what else do you have on there? So have? on my thumb, I have yes tattooed. And that's to keep saying yes to opportunities um, even before you know how you're going to make them happen. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a huge thing for me. Um, last year, I was asked to go on a trip to indonesia and i just said yes and i had like very little money in my bank account like i had no idea how i was gonna do it but i just said yes because i knew if i said yes i would like dream it into reality and so that's what i did and then it's actually the name of a film that i'm working on for myself called just say yes is that a uh exclusive this is this i don't I mean, some people know about it, but it's not, like, publicly known. All right. Well, yes, coming soon. Just the say film. yes. Yeah. Just say yes, the film yeah. coming soon. I don't know when it – I planned on releasing that film, like, months ago. But when I put it together, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it had the authenticity that it needed. So I'm still working on it um, on a continual basis to, to get it right. And yeah. I think it's really close.
0: And then you have wow on your wrist. No, I'm just kidding. I know it's supposed to say mom, right? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a
1: tattoo on my, like my arm that says wow. Sorry, I did say wrist, your bicep. Yeah. Um, and to everyone else it says wow, but to me it says mom. And So you knew that I was going to say. Yeah, I knew it was on purpose. So when I was younger, my mom always used to write me notes in my lunch, like when I was in elementary school. Yeah. And, um, And she would always, like, write me a note, and then she would put, like, love, mom. And I don't know why, like, as I got older, it just, like, got embarrassing, like, Mm -hmm. because everyone else is like, oh, your mom's, like, writing you notes in your lunch. And, And so, like, I think I went home and told her, and then from that point on, she just wrote one thing on a sticky note, and it said, wow. And to everyone else, it was just, like, I don't know, it was just, like, they didn't know. It just said, wow. But to me, I knew it said mom. Yeah. And so I wanted to get that on my arm um yeah so it's it's mom to me but yeah. wow to everyone else
0: yeah that's super cool and um speaking of the event that we were just at your parents actually flew in to surprise you from connecticut yeah. to like
1: watch your premiere yeah i had no idea they were gonna be there like i I even FaceTime them multiple times they tricked and you. I had no idea. No when idea. when did they
0: show up? because I, I I didn't like. Did they show up like midway
1: or like? No, this? it was at the beginning before anything started. Oh, so you knew they were there. Yeah, right? they, I was like standing talking to Brian, and I'm facing I'm facing the entry entryway, and I'm like mid conversation with Brian, and I just go, Oh my god! <laughs> and Brian was like, Dude, what? And I just kept saying, Oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. And then, like they were just standing yeah. there, and I was so shocked.
0: That's awesome. That, so have your parents always supported this? Because uh, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. First of all, the way that I got in touch with you, I think was we're kind of in a similar space. Yeah. In the video photo making space. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how exactly we crossed paths, but we did somehow on Instagram or Twitter. Yep. Uh, and I know you're doing a lot of cool projects now in in like that New York City collective yeah and uh, I've, I've collaborated with, with some people so i guess how did you i was gonna ask if your parents su- have always supported this thing or if you've always been doing this like photo yeah. and camera stuff because you're still pretty young i'd say yeah. you know you're you're 21, 21 you just yeah. and uh how long ago- like how long have you been creating films and pictures sure and stuff
1: yeah so I think my parents have always been, like, really supportive of what I've done. There were definitely times where I had to prove myself, like, prove that I could do it or that I was willing to put in the work to make it happen. Um, I mean, growing up, my dad owns his own business, and so he's an entrepreneur. My older sister owns her own business. She's an entrepreneur. And so, like, they understand the want to do your own thing but at the same time they wanted me to have like job security and like work a traditional job. So all growing up, like they wanted me to be an engineer. And so when I was applying for colleges, I applied for like the best engineering school around and actually you saw that in my film. Um, I got denied from that, from that engineering school. And that was just a huge turning point. Um, and, and so I was like, man, I I don't know if I really want to be an engineer. Like, I, I was just like following the path that was yeah. set. And and then one day something just clicked and I was like, I, I'm going to like try to be a photographer and create videos. So I started, started doing that and then I just – I was doing it and doing it and doing it. And then one day I just had this thing click in my mind. I was like, I don't want to do anything else. And so when I came forward and told them that, at first they're like, whoa, like – what do you mean? You're not gonna go to school when and, and how old were you? Eighteen. Like I was when that 18. thing clicked. Yeah, when I yeah. had that click.
0: And was there anything that caused that click, like a relationship that went bad, or like a failure, or something, or did it mm. just like kind of, or someone that like you inspired you or something? Yeah.
1: So I distinctly remember being at my girlfriend's house. She's so supportive of me, by the way. But I'm gonna. It just doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "You're never gonna make it." And I was like, "Since that day, I'm gonna show you." <laughs> so I remember, like, being at her house and telling her, like, "Like, I don't want to go to school. I wanna, I wanna make f- videos. That's what I wanna do." And she just didn't understand. She was like, "What do I tell my friends? Like, when they ask me what you do, or like, what do I? You know." Like, what are you, how are you going to make money from that? And I was like, I don't know, but all I want to do is make videos. And I ran out of the house and this was like probably like midnight. I ran out of the house. I went and sat in the middle of the street and called my best friend and I was crying. And I was like, dude, what do I do? All I want to do is make videos and no one else believes in me. And that was like a huge point because that was like, that was the moment when I like said it out loud. Yeah. This is all I want to be doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's those are the people that you usually are can be your most self around is like your girlfriend or your best friend, yeah, so it's that's probably how you're like putting the idea out there, yeah, and I think that is I wouldn't call it a failure, but it is like when you realize when you really wanna do something is when even when people close to you disagree with it, yeah, you still want to you actually wanna do it more if yep. you want to just like because you really want them to understand. Yeah. and show them and they couldn't see what you they couldn't see it yet yeah but then you because you had to like I actually had to prove it yeah had you had to prove, prove it. it and I think it's a, in a way it's a little bit of a good thing yeah uh so I mean so you have been kind of proving it a little bit in the past couple of years yeah. um take me from like when so you decided I'm gonna do this then what yeah Did you just like wake so. up the next day and <laughs> start making videos
1: or did you have some other responsibilities to quit or whatever? Sure. So at that point when I had that realization, I was working a full-time job and it was like a really great job that I got right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was, I've been working there. I worked there for two years and what was it? Uh, it was a drafting job. I was like doing solid modeling and what's that? Um, like creating solid models on the computer of oh, like drafting, 3d like cad right exactly 100 i hated that class so in high school. i went to a technical <laughs> high school where i learned a trade and like a normal high school education mm-hmm. and so i graduated with like this i didn't get a certificate but like i had like four years of knowledge and training in computer-aided drafting mm-hmm. so that's why i was hired right out of high school um as a drafter and and so right out of high school, got that job. It was amazing. Like, I really liked it. I did for the first few months, like six months. I, I really liked it. And, um, but then eventually it just like, it was a routine. It was a routine. Like, it wasn't for me. And so I knew I start, I, I knew that I needed to start doing something else. Like I needed to get my side hustle. And And at that same time, like, as I was like getting bored of what I was doing at a job, I started watching Casey Neistat Mm -hmm. and it just like sparked this thing in my mind like when I was young and I Knew that I could make Call of Duty videos. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, I can make videos like Casey too. Like why not try? So I saved up for a camera. I started making these horrible vlogs and um, But I was just like so in love with that process.
0: Why were they horrible?
1: (laughs) It's good to say that they were horrible like at the time I thought they were great. Yeah, you know, but I look back and it's just like seeing how much I've Im- improved yeah. since that point. Yeah.
0: It's hard getting in front of a camera for the first time. Yeah.
1: Cause I, I started
0: the same way. I used to just edit video game stuff like Halo two. I was telling you Yeah. and you're never in front of the camera. And actually, you never I had never even picked up the camera for a long time. I've just been using like these virtual cameras and yeah. editing like video game footage. And then the first time I got in front of a camera, it was just like, weird you know so weird how was that for you did you were you natural or no
1: no it took it definitely took it and still is taking like getting used to you know it's taken so long to get used to like doing it in public and people seeing you i still
0: can't it's (laughs) it's
1: weird like it's really weird but the more i do it the better it gets
0: yeah yeah it's it's like a short-term fear, but if you really think about it, nobody really cares what you're doing. Cause yeah. how
1: many times do you walk down
0: the street and just see like a crazy person talking to themselves <laughs> and then and you, you forget actually, about it. Yeah. You don't care. You and you're actually kind of just like, Oh, that's kind of like <laughs> yeah. that dude's got some confidence even <laughs> though they might be crazy. Yeah. Um. But so you started, I mean, I had a similar thing. I started watching, I think everyone started watching Casey around like when he started vlogging. Yeah. Is that when you're talking about? Yeah couple years ago and I remember for me not necessarily like wanting me to start vlogging but just how could someone work this hard I thought crazy I was like how could someone work this hard and it did make me look at myself and be like I'm a lazy piece of crap (laughs) i am not doing anything compared to how fast this or how much just his office yeah in itself have you been there have you been in his office I have been yeah yeah
1: it's cool it's cool to see in person yeah
0: I, I like was in the building but i didn't go in his office but like tell me about so why were you in his office
1: um i was helping him create i was one of the shooters for like a surfing video that he posted
0: okay so was this like before you were working with dan or no Uh, no, after after working Uh, okay so you're looking up to this guy on youtube casey he's sparking all this stuff in you all the way to you end did you ever think you'd actually end up like when you're sitting there first watching his videos, did you think that you're going to be helping on one of them?
1: Never. It was just like one of those things. It was just a dream. Yeah. Like a dream.
0: So tell me how you got to that point, like how did you link up with Dan, who's also another awesome filmmaker who cool. linked up with Kay- Actually, I'm not even too familiar on like how Dan linked up with Casey and everything. Yeah. Maybe you could run me
1: down on this whole like cool. trio. Cool. Cool. So Dan lives in South Africa. He's from South Africa. Yeah. And Casey, uh, Casey's wife, Candace, is from South Africa. So they go there like every year Mm -hmm. on vacation. And um, and I believe this is what happened is Casey wanted to learn how to surf. And so he like tweeted out, like, who's in South Africa and can teach me how to surf. And I believe Dan responded um, and Casey like saw it and was like, yeah, let's go surfing. And then like every year that Casey visited, they went surfing together. They hung out and they just like built a relationship up over a few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess Casey was a fan of Dan's work. Dan, what is, what does Dan do? So Dan's a, um, Dan's a filmmaker and he uh, like, I guess by trade in the film industry, he's a director. Mm-hmm. So he directs like commercials. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that, that's how they met. And then it just, like, I guess, grew to a point where Dan wanted to come to New York in case he needed some help. Mm -hmm. And they, like, turned it into something cool.
0: And then how did you get in the picture?
1: Sure. So, I, I, (laughs) do you want me to, like, say the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Why is it really long? No, no, no. No, I'll tell So, (laughs) um, So, I got involved by uh, Dan. Oh, you're talking about like the abandoned
0: thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say it from the start. Say it. Okay, cool. You were doing a lot of uh, abandoned photography. This is how you were itching that creative itch or whatever? So, as a
1: photographer, I I was really into like doing a lot of abandoned photography. Like, it's just like, I saw this beauty in it and I was like, oh, it's cool. And it's kind of how I got my start and like started even just growing as a photographer. Mm -hmm. I saw... I mean, I, I saw it performing well. So I was doing a lot of abandoned photography and I was in Rhode Island and I went to shoot an abandoned school and photograph it. And the police came and I ended up getting arrested at, wow. at this abandoned school. And it was just like, how did the police come? Did so you like trip an alarm? Yeah, I guess the school, call you? the abandoned school had silent alarms. Mm-hmm. And so the police showed up. What time of day was this? early morning, like six in the morning. Like, like you had
0: stayed up all night or you just woke up to go there?
1: No, we woke up early. Like when you go to these abandoned places, it's easier to like, I mean, it's not like legal. Yeah. So you know that going into it. So you just try to go like at a time of day when you're not going to be seen. Yeah. In Detroit, there's like a
0: ton of abandoned churches and decrepit buildings and stuff. I don't think the police care as much about those. Yeah. But there's a big like scene of like abandoned place photography.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, police came, I got arrested, and that next day I was supposed to. Like, oh, what?
0: Like, yeah. what? Like, police came and they, <laughs> they enter this building and they see a kid with a camera? Yeah, well, you, so
1: actually, well, I was with two other people. Yeah. And did everyone get arrested? Everyone got arrested, and I was. And what
0: did they, like, did they come in like guns blazing? No, or, so like? We,
1: we, like, looked out the window and I saw that they were there. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, dude, like, what do we do? Like, did you think was about just like running? A, yeah, well, we tried. <laughs> we, like, tried. We were like, all right, yeah. what door are we going to go out? Like, and we went out a door, and it was just, like, the wrong door. Like, yeah. they were standing there. Yeah. And we were just like, okay, like, what's up? They asked us what we were doing. We did not at all think we were going to get arrested. Yeah. Like, we were like, It's oh, usually one
0: of those things, like, sorry, you guys
1: shouldn't be around here. Yeah, 100%. Like, it. thought most we would get a trespassing fine. But uh, when those handcuffs came out, it was a real moment. You Had know? you ever
0: been in a situation like that? I'd
1: never been in a situation like that before. Did so. you think
0: like I'm quitting, in photography? I don't. <laughs> Not think, right It away. didn't
1: cross my mind. But um, after I got like charged, it was like wow. So, well, so they ar- arrested
0: anymore. you, took you back. Yeah, like and whole process with
1: what? With uh, breaking and entering. But it was a false charge because we were just trespassing. We didn't break to get into the school. We just entered through a door that was open.
0: Case still pending. Case still pending. Anybody can help out with this. (laughs) Reach out. Uh, So um, did your homie, like who came up with the idea to do it? Like, let's go here. Like. It was a mutual okay, agreement. I was say, no one was like, I told you we shouldn't have done We it. were, the
1: people <laughs> I was with were also abandoned photographers. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're all on the same page. You know, it's like
0: knowing me, I'd be like the one to have agreed on it. <laughs> I was like, fine, we'll go do it. And I would yeah. like, get arrested. Like, I told you guys we shouldn't have done this. I'm never speaking to any of yeah. you guys. So, <laughs> so that, anyways.
1: So that happened. And then I like was in a cell for like six months. Six hours. In seven Connecticut? Hours. No, in Rhode, oh, Island. in Rhode Island. I wasn't Sorry, even yeah. in my same state. And did so you call I, anyone? I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I need you to go DM my friend Steve on Instagram and tell him to bail us out. Was she like freaking out? No. Dude, yeah. she answered the phone. She's like, Hey. I was like, Mom, um, I got arrested. She's like, Okay. And I was like, I need you to DM my friend Steve on Instagram. And she's like, uh okay, like let me try to find it. Is she like savvy with that? Cause I know I'd have to. No, she's really not. <laughs> this is really not. But I'm thankful that she figured it out. Yeah. Um, and then like we got Who's bailed Steven? out. Um, do you know like the exploring crew exploring? He used to be exploring with Steve, and then there's like exploring with Josh. I, I'm not too familiar, so I have. To okay, so they're like these abandoned explorers from mm-hmm. my area. Super cool kids, like legendary. They just travel all over the world making videos about abandoned places. Really, really cool. And why was he like the key to get you out? We were with him, but he just like didn't come to the school that day. Mm-hmm. And so we, like, he was the only, he knew like what we were doing and like, but he, we just like, he was only one. Because yeah. I was like three hours from home. Yeah. My mom couldn't get me. Yeah, So he came and got us out. Yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah. I have an older sister and a younger sister.
0: I, I wonder, is that like why your mom was super chill? It's like, she's you're the youngest? No, I'm in I'm sorry, the I'm a middle. i sorry. You just said that you're not. Yeah, you older a older sister and a younger yeah. sister? Correct. Okay. So you're in the middle, but like as your older sister, like paved the way, I guess. I don't not know. Really. I
1: don't think so. Like I think my mom was so chill because like she knew what I was doing. Yeah. She knows you're not a bad I was, kid. And I was always open about it. I'm like, I mean she knows like it wasn't legal but she also knows that i'm not like doing bad things i'm kind of just documenting like what was left yeah and like i don't the think i'm a bad person for good. that yeah, yeah yeah um and so i got out of <laughs> the prison cell and what about your camera stuff did they confiscate it all yeah they took it all but we got it back right after like right when we got that out. i would be like Dude, I was freaking out. I, like, just got the camera. No. That's a lie. Still. I didn't, like, it's just an expensive, like, yeah. camera. I was like, what if I have to buy a new camera? Like, oh. Like. They keep it as evidence. Dude, thankfully, it was just personal items, and that was it. Yeah. But I was surprised that they even arrested us, because, like, we're just photographers, yeah. like, just documenting something, and but they just weren't having it.
0: Before yeah. we, like, so before we before we go on to your freedom, Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you say, like, you don't really do that type of photography anymore? Or like, what could you tell somebody now? Sure. Of your experience with that? Like, would you
1: advise somebody to go for it or like, just be careful or what? I don't see anything wrong with it. Just be, just careful. be careful. The only reason I'm not still doing it is because my case is pending and I just can't get in any trouble. Oh, so
0: you still would check out cool places. I still would. Totally. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your buddy, Steven comes. Yeah. And he like, Come saves the day Yep. or is he slow he's like hold on let me no. I gotta go get tacos first guys <laughs> no he
1: saves the day they they came through mm-hmm. and they made it happen for us and 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 yeah then we got out
0: and uh so what happened when you got out you're stuck in stuck in there for a while I'm sure yeah we're, we're busy. stuck in, you had a bunch of stuff you were gonna do
1: yeah we're stuck in rhode island and then the the jail or like the the prison it's not prison it's just a police station jail
0: it's it's, right prison is the one that you sell yeah prison is the one that you go to long term yeah and read books and work on and stuff jail is where you just sit (laughs) you're just sitting there right i don't know
1: so we get out and we're told that we can't leave the state of rhode island without permission from a court and at this point it's a sunday so we have to wait until monday morning to go to a court to get permission to even leave the state or else we would have like a warrant out for our arrest, which was like crazy
0: outlaws. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) And on that Monday, um, my friends and I were supposed to leave to go to Toronto. Mm -hmm. We We had this week long trip planned to Toronto. I'd never been before. I was so excited and, and we can't go or like, I can't go. So I'm like texting them and I'm like, guys, you just have to go without me. Like, I'm so sorry. I can't come. I told him what happened, and at the same time, I get a DM from my friend Lucy, and she sends me Dan's um, Instagram story, saying that he needs help with an upcoming film and to like DM our work to him.
0: And had you been familiar with Dan?
1: I, I knew who Dan was from Casey's videos, and I was a fan of his work, and so I, I shot my shot. You know, I was I DM'd him. I said, "Here's my website. I would love to work with you." And this was, like, a few hours after he had posted the story. So you are quick on it. I was quick, but, like, slower compared to, I'm sure, the huge amount of messages he got beforehand. Right away, yeah. And and I just shot my shot, and I look at my phone.
0: Yeah. Before, can you go into, like, because this is something that I'm sure a lot of people would want to dive deep into. Mm. Like, how do you shoot your shot? You just, like, I know you just said how you did it, but, like, yeah because so many people want would be like what do you mean you just dm'd i'm like what did you say give me the exact format give me Uh, the exact
1: i told i like sent a website link Uh uh-huh which is so
0: you have your own website domain which is like your first name last name gabe desanti and what is on your website
1: um just like the the landing page is like my what i consider my best work yeah and it, it also is linked to my instagram so like my instagram comes up on my website yeah because you don't want to waste people's time. You know, you want I them see. to see everything right when they click. You don't want them to have to go back to your Instagram to look because odds are, like, they're not gonna. That's true. I never so, thought of that. So the first thing I wanted them to see was, like, my ultimate best. And and so that's how I shot my shot.
0: Did you clean up the site before you sent or did you already have it
1: ready to go? It was all, It was ready to go. It was, like, my friend sent me the slide. I immediately went to Dan's page, DM'd him my website, and that was my shot.
0: Okay, dope. So if you guys want to check out his website, go to it, <laughs> GabeDeSanti.com. <laughs> GabeDeSanti.com, right? yes. And uh, follow us both on Instagram while you're at it. A little midway break. <laughs> they'll be in the links or whatever. But just so you can see exactly what he's talking about. So yeah. you, you
1: shoot your shot. And then what did you Did you like throw your phone? Like, and then <laughs> like, I put my phone back in my pocket. Because at this, at this point, I'm walking to the courthouse. Yeah, you still have all this other stuff to yeah. deal with. But yeah. you're still shooting your shot, working, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like w- walking to the courthouse. I shoot my shot. I put my phone in my pocket. I pull my phone out a few minutes later and I see message from Dan Mace. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, no way. This is like giving me goosebumps telling me about like yeah. this story. So I'm opportunity. Like, oh, my God. Like he responded. I open it up. He's like, hey, man, can you come to New York City tomorrow? And and I was like in the back of my mind. You know, I had this like court thing happening where I couldn't leave the state of Rhode Island until I got permission. So I'm like, well, what happens if I don't get permission to leave? Like how? And but regardless of that thought, I just said, yes, like I'll be there. And so before even knowing if I could leave the state, I just said, yes, going back. That's going back to the tattoo concept mm-hmm. of yes. Did like, you have that already? Yeah, I had okay. it. So you look down at your thumb and you're yeah. like, yes. I was just like, yes and and then death, that's how that's how i met dan i was just went the next day
0: but how did you leave the state of rhode island
1: they we, we ended up getting permission oh to, okay to leave. you but, went to the
0: car and explained to them yeah
1: we basically were like we don't live in rhode island we're from connecticut and our court date isn't for three months so we need to leave and they were like yeah it makes yeah, sense yeah
0: so instead of going to so you canceled the toronto trip
1: yeah, my friends had already left um, earlier, way earlier that day, and so I couldn't go with them. But there was a part of me where it was like, I don't care about going to Toronto. Like I'm about to work with someone who, like, could change my whole life, mm-hmm. and that was huge.
0: Have you found that it has changed your life?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think like <laughs> working with Dan has been the biggest and best opportunity that I've ever had. And I'm super grateful for it.
0: So tell me about that. So you ended up driving, flying, what, to New York?
1: We, uh, I, like, we went, got back to my house that day. And then the next following day, I drove, or I took the train to New York City. Um, I think I, like, asked my friend if I could sleep on his floor. Who in, You had I, a friend in New York? Yeah, my friend Adrian. Okay. To Shout Adrian. out to Adrian. <laughs> I
0: read a tweet yesterday that was, like, if you're a creative who's kind of, already settled into a, a major city, it's your duty to let your friends <laughs> crash on your couch so they can make moves. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> so that's I a good it. example. I love it. Shouts to Adrian for that. Um, yeah, so I went to New York City, met up with Dan. He like kind of briefed me on this film idea. and That's what he wanted
0: people to help with? Yeah, okay. um,
1: it was a film that's called The Real Broadway Musical. Mm-hmm. And it was a really interesting project to help him with. And, and like, that was my first shot. And then after that, yeah, well, first, like working on that project with him was like absolutely amazing. Like I learned so much in the filming process and in the editing, like getting a look at how he edits some videos and like, it was, it was really, really rad.
0: Yeah. What, what is like some technical stuff? Like what programs were you guys using? And stuff? Uh,
1: after, no, no, uh, Adobe Premiere, uh-huh. using Adobe Premiere and just like his techniques for editing was really interesting. Um, so on that film, we, he created a soundtrack out of the sounds of New York city. Yeah. So we recorded sounds and then he sent it to a music producer. And then like in this short period of time, we came up with an edit to this soundtrack that has been made, but like we needed to pump this video out in a week. So that means that meant we needed to start editing the video before we had the soundtrack. Yeah. And so we had to edit, to a click track and it was just the clicking at the same tempo
0: one, two, three, four. He already knew the tempo.
1: Yeah. So he knew the tempo from like that he communicated that with the producer. And so we got a tempo and we just edited to this click track. And then like when we dropped the song in it, it nearly like matched perfectly.
0: That's amazing.
1: That that's like
0: goes to show you about turnaround times and, and like, yeah, getting creative and doing what you can like so many times when you're editing, it's just a lot of waiting, like yep. waiting for things to render or yeah. waiting. And if you really get efficient with it, you can do this. Well, that's happening. Yeah. That's happening.
1: And it was just like the pressure of needing to release that film. Like he had a, a weekly series. So like it needed to be come out every week mm-hmm. and just that pressure of needing to put it out on a certain day at a certain time was like pushing us to get it done. Yeah.
0: So when you say film, is it like different? So the series was it like going up on YouTube or? Yeah, it was a YouTube series. Okay, and each week he would do like a short film on something. Yeah, and so that one's up and available to watch. Correct. Yeah, and so like, what did you do in that? Like, what 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 was your involvement?
1: Sure. So I helped shoot. Um, I helped shoot. Uh, some of the video. Okay. And like, filming Dan, filming, and then going out. He gave me like a shot list that he needed. And, and then like I shot some of the the scenes that were in it. Yeah. And then when it came to editing, like I started editing a little piece and then like he took over the edit at a certain point.
0: And so how did you use that? You were with him for like a week. Yeah. So how did you act in that week to be, um, to build a relationship to where it wasn't just like, okay, thanks for helping me with this one. See ya. Yeah. And you guys actually continued to say, let's continue to work. Yeah. So I just,
1: Tried to provide as much value as I possibly could. Um, in in one in our very first DMs, he was he told me like this isn't a paid project, but if you need to be paid, like I can figure something out. And and I'm very much on my Gary V hustle of doing free work. And I was like, dude, like I don't want you to pay me. And and so I think that made a good first impression. And then when I got to the city, I was just continuously like. Hey, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? need? Like, what can I do? Maybe I don't know if it came across annoying. Like, I tried to do it in a in a way where I wasn't being annoying. I just wanted to provide as much value as I possibly could, so Mm -hmm. that I could build on that relationship more. Mm -hmm. So, like, even things like, Yo,
0: you hungry? I'm at the store. No, (laughs) he was cool. He was cool. He (laughs) bought us.
1: He bought us food. Like, he's a super legend. Like, when I'm helping him on videos, like. Like, he's paying for my food and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, super legend for that.
0: I, yeah. I'm I'm like that even with, like, trying to, like, collaborate with someone. Like, yo, I'm at the gas station. Like, you want gum or water? Yeah. And like, I do, like, everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think – so, I, I think that's, like, a point of contention for a lot of people. They have to see both sides. Like, no, free work um, undervalues your the whole industry or something, like – I think personally there's a line to where uh, the value that you're getting is worth something. It's not like uh, you're just doing free work for Joe Schmo who just wants right. you to do like a poster yes. and whatever. The the value is so much greater than like a dollar sign because it could 100%. change your life, like you said. 100%. So you did you just, would you just, I guess I would just recommend that people just measure and take a look at, you know, I'm not, we're not saying go do free work for... Just go show up at your local whatever and be like, you guys can use and abuse me. Yeah. But say yes to these opportunities that you think might have a potential to hundred percent really connect you and take you to the next level, and yeah. then let and then you can learn how to make money. Hundred um, percent. So, I mean, so are so how are you in that process now? Where you're like, so so, you worked with Dan on that, but then like, what what was it when it, when it came to the end of that project? Were you ready to? be like that was a great
1: experience i learned a lot and now i'm gonna go
0: back to do whatever
1: else or what i just wanted to like after that process like i learned i learned so much from the process as like a creator but i learned like a lot about dan Mm -hmm. as well and how like he's just an amazing human being and person and i was like i just like want to be around this guy yeah just like such a creative mind and i can learn so much as a as a creator um just from like from editing to filming to like his thoughts uh, on on certain topics yeah um how old is he i mean
0: he's like a little bit older than i think he's 28 right okay so maybe like a little bit of a big bro yeah a little big brother vibe um what was it because like i know when we're talking about casey like i was like wow how can someone be so like work so much and like pack their day with every single hour is used productively. Yeah. What What was that with Dan? Like
1: just. I like think it was similar and It was like we just like when when I'm with Dan, like we're just hustling. Yeah. And and we're also having a great time at yeah. it. Like we're laughing, hanging out with friends. Yeah. And but like we're being productive and pushing out a film. And I just wanted to be around that hustle. Yeah. I think coming from Connecticut the reason why I love New York so much is because it's that nonstop hustle. And I saw this as an opportunity to just work my butt off as much as I could. Yeah. And like, and get myself to a place where like I could position myself for like, for taking that next step into like creating myself brand and like, uh-huh. and, and becoming improving as a filmmaker and as a creator.
0: Yeah. So where are you with, with taking that next step now? Like, right now you're still working on. So you're still saying yes to projects, collaborating, freelancing, right? Yep. And what are you working on? Like, what are you building on? On the other hand?
1: Yep. So I think like there's two sides of me. There's the side that like makes the money, but that's not necessarily the side that I share online. Like Mm -hmm. my, my freelance work, it's, it's not the most, it's not the work that I want to be doing forever. Yeah. And then there's the me that you see online on Instagram, on YouTube, and that's what, I, what I'm what i building. But th- the stuff you see is like 70% of my time mm-hmm. and the freelance stuff is like 30% of my time. And it's just enough time to make enough money to support the other 70%. Yeah. Um, but as I grow more, you know, I hope those numbers, like the freelance side, I hope those numbers decrease. And then I could just put all of my time into building my self-brand. Yeah. So ideally
0: you could just totally work on projects that you choose and are passionate about Yeah, and, and don't, and are able to find a way to make money out of that. Correct. Yeah. Have you started doing that? Like what's some things like, have you started being able to make more money when
1: we're saying like self brand, what do you see that as? Sure. Like, like Gabe DeSanti as a filmmaker, you know, I, I want people to, I want to be known as Gabe DeSanti, the filmmaker and photographer, not Gabe DeSanti, the freelancer. Yeah. Um, and I, so that's like that's what's important to me. And I think that's it's becoming more and more true in reality for me as I grow more. Um, but like it. And I guess like influencer could be like in there as well you know everyone hates that word but it works it does like i hate
0: the word but yeah like
1: and it is what it is as an example like next week on on thursday thursday i believe i fly to italy with red bull and timex and i'm doing an instagram story takeover and although it's not necessarily like filmmaking or something like i'm being acting as an influencer figure for them to do this takeover to tell their story and Like just
0: a capable storyteller. Yeah. Like who also is working on their own stuff. Yeah. It makes sense for them to have you take over their story. Like a good energetic personality, also good at storytelling and take their spin on it. I'm just saying what they might think. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are you going to get the Red Bull hat? I heard that those are exclusive to people that work with Red Bull. I think, I think you actually have to be like sponsored by Red Bull as like an athlete or something. Hmm, I don't know. Interesting. But yeah, so like, so what about that trip? So it's like, uh, did you say they're paying for you or
1: what? Yep. So it's through Timex. Oh, okay. Um, Timex sponsors a Red Bull cliff jumping series. So I'm doing the Instagram story takeover for Timex. You're going to jump off a cliff? I'm not jumping, but I'm like covering, oh, all I'm the covering all the, um, athletes who are jumping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you're providing a value and a service for them, but yeah. in a way that, you also enjoy doing it's not like yeah you hate weddings and you're going to film a wedding correct it's like first of all cool you're going to italy yeah you're gonna meet a ton of cool people you're gonna be on a cool instagram page and
1: you everyone you do instagram stories for fun yeah exactly it's like cool now i get paid for it yeah um so that's cool i think because it's kind of freelance work but it's kind of like it's like independent contractor yeah and it's doing like what i want to be doing Exactly, yeah. So it's
0: it's similar, but it's more passion involved. Yeah. So I feel like everybody everybody now would want to get to the point where, like, everybody wants to be an influencer yeah. or whatever you'd say, uh, air quotes. Um, <laughs> what do you think separates, like, why would Red Bull choose you and what have you done to get to this point? Or anybody choose you, like, yeah you can't just get paid for posting pictures. Like, wouldn't you say that there's so much work that has gone
1: into it and could you define it if you could, or is it like too abstract? Sure. Um, So first, like with that specific, like contract and job, it was all like who, you know, Mm -hmm. and like I knew the right person. They got me in in contact with them and, and I got it. And, but also like I had, I guess I had the work that they were looking for. But
0: the reason you know who you know is through
1: the work that you have put out there. Same with me. Correct. So, um, so that was cool. Um, but.
0: I think you answered it right yeah, there. That, that, like that. honestly, who you know is so important, but you only get to know the right people by sharing. Yeah. Like I would never know you if I was sharing like basketball videos or something right. maybe yeah. i would i don't know but like <laughs> i think it's, am sharing video stuff because yeah. i'm authentically passionate about Correct. it Correct. yeah and so that somehow comes across we somehow come across each other's paths yeah and it makes sense because we're not doing some i wasn't just sharing video stuff because it was like i was trying to make some money that's i guess it, it, if you just do what you're authentically passionate about yeah and work really hard at it it'll attract the right people in your life and hundred percent and hopefully it can like steer steer on so yeah i guess it kind of comes full circle like back to the when you're telling your girlfriend like i want to make videos blah blah um are you still dating her oh i am yeah uh, okay yeah so now what does she tell her friends
1: that you do <laughs> now? Like all of her friends, like know what I do. <laughs> well, it's, so, like, <laughs> it's been built to a point to where, Like Gabe is like a photographer and he makes films. Yeah.
0: So it's like no longer like you don't get it. It's yeah. Like, no. So how does that feel like with the, it's good. It's good. From before and, and after it's very good. Yeah.
1: And like she, I mean, she's the most supportive person. Like yeah. besides my parents, like she is so supportive of what I'm doing, which makes it really easy to keep doing it.
0: Yeah, cuz I I'm sure you have to travel a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. And sometimes travel
1: away from each other. Being one. away is hard. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah. Um she's super supportive, which makes it makes it just amazing.
0: Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like we talked about like the the whole uh like a really interesting story and <laughs> journey yeah. and where you're at right now and you've so you've been doing good work for the I mean You've been doing good work since you started your hobby but Thank for the past this past couple of years you've been doing you've been really finding your passion yeah so i guess what are just the next things that you want people to look forward to or wh- where are you taking it in your head right now yeah. what are you working on like where, where's next for awesome someone?
1: i, I want to keep making original films and like films that tell a story and have a, a meaningful impact on someone when they watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, The film that I premiered last night and the one I put out today, that was my first step at doing that. And I think that, I think that it's, it's a really powerful message. And when somebody watches it, it could literally like change their outlook. I know I've had some pieces of pillar content that I've seen and it's just like, wow. Like it just gives you a total different like outlook on, on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I, And I want to be able to do that for someone else, even if it's just one person. Like, I just, that's my mission, is to to keep doing that in the best way I know how, which is creating films and taking pictures and putting out that content. So I guess, yeah, to sum all of what I said up is I just want to keep improving my craft, working with other creators, um, even to tell their stories, as long as I'm able to just pick up a camera every day. Like... Mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do for as long as I can. Awesome. So closing out then, is there any
0: final piece of wisdom or whatever you want to tell people? Um, like you said, you want to be a good example for someone else or just be able to change them. So this is your, this is your chance, I guess, to uh, whoever's listening. What do you want to tell them?
1: Yeah. Um, I I guess I just want to tell them to, to go for it. Like, I don't want it to sound like a cliche, yeah. but Like you have to go for it because, I'm I'm like terrified of regrets. So, like for me, there's no other choice. Like I had to go. I had to do it. I had to try it. Like, if you take even a year to just try something that you you're super passionate about, if it doesn't work out after a year, you can go back to whatever you were doing before that. But like, just take that year, see what happens, and you'll never regret. You'll never regret taking that that gear to to try it because in that process you might just find like what you're supposed to do
0: i agree and <laughs> just speaking to me so thank you so much man for for coming on i really enjoyed listening to it even as i'm speaking to you thank So you. i know it's gonna be a good episode i think people are gonna like it cool and uh where can people best find you reach out to you i want you guys to all if you listen this far send uh for sure send us a message on instagram yes please let us know what you thought of the conversation um or like if you had any questions that you want to elaborate on message gabe for sure tell yeah. him thank you please on
1: instagram or, yeah on instagram i respond to everything so yeah so i'll leave send all of message. our links what is it i guess if someone's just listening gabriel.desanti so spell it real quick g-a-b-r-i-e-l dot d-e-s-a-n-t-i
0: Perfect. So I'll link everything
1: in all the descriptions and, yeah. uh, where else can they, can they watch subscribe to subscribe to you on YouTube? Subscribe to me on YouTube. Uh, just Gabe DeSanti. Cool. Um, or it's in my Instagram bio. Cool. So yeah,
0: yeah. I'll leave all the links for you guys to get in touch with him, his website, Instagram, but definitely reach out to us. Thank you guys so much again for listening to another episode Thank of the podcast. Uh, big things coming hopefully on it. And I look forward to hearing or Talking to you guys in the next one. Woo. Uh, also, this is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, YouTube, basically everywhere. So, wherever you are, leave a thumbs up, five star rating on iTunes, leave a review, whatever, and just let me know. And I'll personally thank you and tell you you're awesome. So, thank you guys so much, and I'll see you in the next ones. Cool. Cool, bro. That was tough. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. So that was cool. a great combo.